Hi, Mike. What? Intro! Well, I thought we were going to do that when we got... Oh, we're live now? Oh, God. Hey, everybody. It's Mike from Dallas Geek. Brad's giving me terrible cues about when we go live, apparently, because he likes to see me being super awkward. Well... I hate you, Brad. Um, and we're back here at Doc's uh, Game and Comics, and uh, we are here with... Albert. Cool. Uh, yeah, watch the mic, please. Uh, well, actually, Brad would have to pay for it, so it's fine. Go ahead and break it. Um, but so you are going to uh, have the very tedious and headache-causing task of teaching me how to play Magic. Um, we chose me because Brad actually understands stuff, and we basically wanted to come from the, like, basically the dumbest of dumb. It's fun to watch you squirm. Yeah, basically. That's that's what we're so doing here. So this is the type of channel I'm getting into. Yes, <laughs> yes. This is, this is what you signed up for, yes. I'm sure you signed something somewhere. Um, but yeah, so we've got some cards set up here. Um, we just were talking about the pre-release in the back. So now we're actually going to show you guys uh, kind of a breakdown of the game. And um, I think we're going to kind of maybe walk through how you play. So I'm going to put this down right now. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Great. So All right. For now, I guess I'll just introduce the card type. Sure. No, no, no. Let me back up. <laughs> Magic, unlike Pokemon, starts with just five colors. We have uh, white, as, uh, and each color has its own uh, basic land. So I think in Pokemon you have like Thunder Energy, mm -hmm. yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So not only do we have a color, we also have a basic land, an energy, if you will, okay. uh, that corresponds with that. So for white, I'll, I'll go in order. White, we have Plains. Blue, we have Island. Uh, black, we have Swamp. Red, we have Mountain. Lastly, we have Forest for green. Okay. Um, each color has its own um, characteristics, similar to, I imagine, Pokemon. Um, but instead of having like weaknesses and resistances, they're just different ways that um, the colors interact with each other. Okay. Um, so I guess, can you give an example of that? Uh, so... The game has been around for a long time, so sure. each color has gone through quite a bit of development. So yeah. what I'm introducing would just be like huge generalizations okay. of what the color does. Sure. But way back in the day, in the first set, Alpha, um, each color would do something very specific to it. Okay. You won't see a lot of cards that, a lot of cards within a color that do what other colors do. So, um, in Alpha, the very first set, there was a cycle of cards, of spells, that did a certain thing. Okay. Um, white one, the white one, uh, prevented damage and gained you life. Okay. The blue one drew you cards. Okay. Black one produced mana. Okay. Red one did damage. And green one, um, made your creature stronger. Okay. Um, and as I have said, uh... These characteristics have changed over time. Sure. But, uh... <laughs> I guess for now, I'll... I'll um, since... What, what I have here um, are these, like, intro decks that yeah. they, um... It's basically like a standard starter deck, something that you would grab to, I guess, kind of learn the game. Yeah, for And then sure. you would buy boosters and everything right. like that to kind of right. build up on it. So, mm -hmm. now, just really quickly, what's the welcome deck? I think it's just like this promotional product that Wizards 
decided to like uh, put out there just to make learning the game easier. Yeah. Just because okay. there is a lot of a, a yeah. lot of things going sure. on. So I think you'll see it comes in the box with like a couple tip cards that like tell you the zones of the game. Mm -hmm. Like instead of the deck, they call it the library, discard piles, graveyard. Right. There's no prize zone. <laughs> That's a uh, for a different game, I imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you ever get lost, I guess just follow these instructions. Okay. They'll help you out. So do we want to kind of, I guess, go through the mechanics of how you would play a game? Sure, and I think that could be broken down into different levels. Um, for now, I'm just going to go uh, on and describe card types. Okay. I have just um, described the basic lands. Okay. As I said, these represent the energies. They're sure. the resource required to cast your spells. Okay. You'll notice on every single card that there's um, a series of like uh, symbols, pips. Cool. So yeah. So as we were oh, saying. All right. I guess I'll go on. So you've got the symbols in the um, in the top left, yes. or is it the top, top right? Top right. Okay. Sorry. I'm I'm yeah, looking at them upside right, down. Right, right. Your top left. Yeah. Uh, bottom left. Right. <laughs> um, so you'll see uh, these mana symbols mm -hmm. that you'll see on the basic lands, and then numbers. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in order to cast a spell like this, you need one green mana. Okay. And um, lands. Hmm. I, I, I want to try to describe this without getting too much into the mechanics. Oh, no, you're of the good. Game. Please. Um, Do your thing, man. But the skinny of it is, if you want to cast this spell, sure. You need one of these in play, and um, you want to be able to. So, say this is in my hand. Sure. And I want to cast this spell. Okay. This is assuming that this forest is in play. Okay. If, if I want to declare that I'm casting this spell... Sure. You have to tap your mana, right? Make green mana. Right. So that I can play this card. Okay. Now, that's for something that costs just one green. Let me okay. demonstrate with something that costs a green, and in this case, one. Okay. In order to cast this spell, mm -hmm. I need not, not one forest, but one forest and another land. So something to provide for the green, and then something to provide for that one. It could be any color. Okay. So in this case, it could be uh, swamp we used earlier, that mountain. It could be anything, just sure. as long as it ref fulfills that requirement. Okay. okay. And so you'll you'll have stuff. Um, will overcome. Okay. Has two green and three. Three. So you would so need five lands. Correct. Okay. Interesting. If you have. Some mix that looks like this. Okay. Or this. Just as long as you have two green and the three. Right. You are able to cast that spell. Now, how many lands can you have on the field at a time? You can have as many lands um, as possible. Okay. Um, the restriction to them is that you can only play one a turn. Okay. So you can only set one on the field per turn? Yes. Okay. Yes. But you can tap as many as you need per turn? Correct. Okay. So... This presumably would come out on So, land creates mana, but it's not the same thing as mana for your actions, right? Or is it the same thing? Lands are, lands are cards, okay. and then mana 
I guess would be what is produced off of it. So I guess. Okay. So is that a one-to-one ratio, or is that just where it starts? Because it's a, a one-man per turn rule. Um, most cards in print, most lands in print, mm-hmm. produce just one. I think they've messed around with a couple of lands that have produced more than that, okay. and found this to be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Some of them, some of them are still allowed, but. Um, if, if you have a land that produces more, it probably has um, a restriction to it. Um, there's a new uh, card that's coming out in this set that produces three mana, but of course when it comes into play, there's some other kind of cost that you have to pay. So, okay. And now mana is... I guess you want to go into that, or maybe I just missed it. Mana is just, a, I think, a fancy name for resource. Okay. Um, this is magic. I guess they're they're just trying to come up with a name to. Sure. There might be some deep history behind that. that um, and then, I'm, so I'm on the cards, cool. like so, like when you play, you've got these numbers down at the bottom. Sure. What do those represent? Okay. Let me get into that. Um, sure. To kind of go uh, a category before that, mm-hmm. let me just briefly explain card types. Sure. Um, I think in Pokemon, they're what like basic. Evolution, trainer, mm-hmm. and probably some other type of cards. Field cards, energy That's cards, right. stadium, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stadium, or stadiums, yeah. yeah. For Yu-Gi-Oh, they're field cards, but yeah. Yes. So, um, this intro box mm-hmm. does not come with all the card types, but let me just go over the ones sure. that, are, um, uh, that are available. So, uh, I guess the easiest to explain would be the creatures. Um, they're like the Pokemon, mm-hmm. and you use them to uh, fight each other. Sure. In a sense. So each player, instead of knocking out Pokemon, you knock out each other. Sure. Okay. <laughs> each player starts with, out with uh, 20 life points, and your goal is to whittle that down to zero. Kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yes, okay. in that regard. And so, also like Yu-Gi-Oh, you have the power and the toughness. Kind of like attack and defense. Respectively, yes. Okay. So, the number on the left would be your attack power, the number on the left would be your defense. Okay. Um, and so, when you say that uh, you each of your creatures have attack and defense, if they're in defense, I'm assuming that keeps your opponent from being able to attack you directly. Or is that kind of... The combat system for magic is a little different from Yu-Gi-Oh! in that when you declare an attack, if your opponent has creatures to defend with, they have the option. If there's eight, this, this, is, this creature's an 8-8. Eight, eight. Mm-hmm. If I declare an attack with this aggressive mammoth, I'm sending eight damage towards the defending player's side. Now, the defending player has the choice of either taking the 8 damage or, if a creature is available, initiating what is called a block. Right. In other words... It would basically take... So, I'm I'm going to assume, but Mm -hmm. since I've got... You're attacking with 8, this guy's got attack of 4 and then toughness of 3. Right. It would take some of that 8, destroy this, and then the rest would come to me. Now, typically no. But under this circumstance, we do have this tricky uh, keyword called trample, so you would be right in that regard. Okay. 
Had it not had trample, this creature would just block this. Let's let's just assume that that's not there right now. Okay. This creature would just block here. Four damage will be dealt here. Eight will be dealt here. You will take zero damage as the defending player. So, trample is just this. <laughs> I should have used a different creature. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. I'm just okay. Okay. Well, so now if you've got the three three, so this takes three. Let's let's do this. As as. We could use both examples, actually. Let's, okay. let's ignore this mammoth for now. Let's say I have this... I'll, I'll take this for... Let's see. Cannot be blocked by more than one creature. I think this is a good example. Um, so, this mammoth spider, um, which I believe is unrelated to this aggressive mammoth, they just happen to both have mammoth names. Mm -hmm. It's so a 3-5, meaning 3 power, 5 toughness, 3 attack, 5 defense. Okay. And um, Mike here, the defending player, has a 3-3 three, three center enforcer. It's my turn, I would like to declare attack. If I attack with this 3-5, Mike has the choice of either taking 3 damage or blocking with the center enforcer. Okay. Um, let's assume Mike opts to block, because he does not want to take that 3 damage. Um, so what will happen here is... Um, the damage up will take place. Three damage will be dealt here from this number to that number. And then I will, this mammoth spider will deal three and apply to that toughness. Okay. Damage will be dealt. Um, three minus three will be zero. The centaur will go to the graveyard. This one will be a three five creature with three damage marked on it. Okay. Mm. So I was explaining earlier with the different colors. Red is a color that could deal damage, so this would be a circumstance where if this does take place and you have red spells, if Mike has red spells, if you deal two damage to the spider on the same turn, the spider will also die. Okay. And so how many hit points does each player start off with at the beginning of the game? Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Now, if combat happens this turn, Mike blocks. Two damage is marked here, and I say go. Mm -hmm. Damage at the end of turn will heal. It'll go away. So if you did have a spell that said deal two damage to any target, and you chose to do it on your turn, mm -hmm. it'll be a 3-5 with two damage marked on. But if it's in the same turn, it right. all adds up. For example, if that block took place, and Mike dealt two damage, then this spider will also die. Okay. Interesting. So if... Damage is done, eliminates a creature, and the damage done to eliminate the creature was more than what the creature took to be able to, uh, in his defense, or his toughness, does the extra go towards the player, or does it just, it all goes to that creature and then it's done? So, like, say the creature's toughness is four, you attack, uh, your attack was five, so that's one extra, does that just... Well, I think does that have because I kind of brought that up earlier I think and that's where that's where right I think I found a, a better example we'll go back to this mammoth in just a second if I attack with this 7 7 Mike blocks with this 3 3 all seven points of damage are dealt to the center of course okay so there's no nothing goes through right however there is a key uh, there is a mechanic keyword this would be a keyword called trample right yeah I've, I've yeah, I've, I've heard of trample, yeah. 
So in this case, this 8-8, if attacking in and blocked by this 3-3, mm -hmm. what I could do with the creature with Trample is assign lethal damage, in other words, 3 damage to the center courser, okay. and then send the, the, the remaining 5 to directly to me. Right. But it's only cards. It's only cards with trample that can do that, right? Okay. So it's only the special effects that will uh, go beyond what the basic damage does. Yes. Got um, it. That, that, uh, the, uh, the ability that does that is trample. Right, that's their so other. Only trample does it. There are other non-keyword abilities that kind of okay. do their own thing. Okay. Um, I guess I went on a tangent. I started no, no, with creatures. Yeah. I'm talking about combat now. Yes. Um, I just want to briefly introduce the different types or different creatures without abilities. In other words, back to this twisty centaur courser. As you'll notice, you'll you'll see a lot of text in italics. Mm -hmm. It is what um, we call flavor text. It just doesn't really do anything to enhance gameplay. Oh well, okay. uh, rules rather. It just is there to describe the card. Okay. And so you'll see some some you know Ish. poetic nonsense and yeah. someone someone who said someone fake who said it. Yeah. Um, it's all about building lore around it. Uh yes. Okay. That is one of that is part of the appeal to the game. Okay. Um so you have creatures with um, activated abilities, uh, triggered abilities those keywords that I mentioned. There are also um, creatures with static abilities, meaning if it's in play, and it says whenever this is on the battlefield, some effect happens. There are creatures that okay. have those sort of abilities as well. Um, so, Healer of the Glade, upon entering the battlefield, gains the, the owner three life. And so... Once you play the card, you get the effect, and the text doesn't matter, it just remains as a creature on the battlefield, a 1-2. Okay. Uh, Woodland Mystic has tap, add a green man. Okay. Uh, we'll get to tapping later. Yeah. Tapping is basically um, how one would activate a creature. Mm -hmm. Um, this mammoth spider, back to this aggressive mammoth, all have um, keywords, and this mammoth has, this one right here, has a static ability that says other creatures you control have trample. So, um, Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so, with that static ability, I can basically have multiple creatures on the field and they would all get the trample effect from this guy, so then I can... Every single one of them? Correct. So, let's say my board state is Central Courser, Aggressive Mammoth, and you have a Woodland Mystic. If I choose to attack with this Centaur Courser, you choose to block with this Woodland Mystic. As per Aggressive Mammoth, this will have trample. This will take one point of damage, you'll take the main unit. The other card types introduced here, um, we have um, let's just go with enchantments. Uh, these are also cards that stay on the battlefield by creatures and lands. Anything that stays on the battlefield 
after being cast is considered a permit. Okay. Which differs from the other types I'll get into spells. Sure. Uh, so, uh, this uh, enchantments. Um, are just permanents that have effects. They don't have a power or toughness. Um, and usually they do something to enhance either your creatures, you, and sometimes they even deal with uh, the opponent's side. Uh, there's a white enchantment called pacifism. Um, it basically puts one of your creatures in one of your one creature in like prison. It okay. stops them from attacking or blocking. Okay. So enchantments or aurals specifically can go in here. So if I have this bristling board, what I could do, assuming I had the three mana, is to cast this oaken form. It's an enchant enchantment aura, meaning it. Anytime you see aura, you're looking for the th the type of card that it enchants, and it'll 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 either say enchant creature land, some type of permanent. In this case, it's just a creature. So it says, enchanted creature gets plus three, plus three. And what will happen is, if I choose to target open form, or if I choose to target bristling boar with my open form, it'll kind of like attach itself. This four, three will get the plus three, plus three bonus and become seven, six. Okay. Um, so something like open form will stay on bristling boar. Until further notice, if something destroys either this or the creature, it'll go to the graveyard. Okay. Now, I think this is a good contrast from a spell like Titanic Growth, which is an instant. Why don't I back up? Uh, let me talk about source. Instant means it's a one and done card, right? It doesn't stick around. Yes, it, exactly. The yeah. contrast to permanent. So, what the spells I follow under that category would be instant and sorcery. I, I wanted to get to sorcery first because um, it follows the same rules as enchantments and creatures in that you can only play them during your turn, during what is called the main phase one, main phase two. And so, if, if I have a bristling board in play, and I have five mana, and I want, want, want to cast this card overcome. Creatures you control get plus two, plus two, and trample until I'm trample. Um, I'll cast a spell, the creature gets the bonus, and until end of turn it becomes a 6-5. This spell will go to my graveyard, and for this turn, like I said, the power and toughness will change. After the turn is over, it reverts back to a 4 as because the card says so. The next type of spell would be uh, an instant. Um, instants kind of break the mold of being able to, uh, of being, having been cast uh, during your main phase. Instants can take place, for the sake of simplicity, let me just say whenever. Um, there, there are like further rules that kind of specify that a little bit, but um, I could choose to cast this instant whenever I want, as long as I have the mana. So, uh, so does that mean then that you can cast it during your opponent's turn? Correct. Okay. Correct. Let me show you two instances of how this could work out. Okay. 
You still awake back there, Brad? Yeah. Okay. And of course, don't forget, if you guys are wanting to come check out any of uh, this, uh, the new packs for Magic, if you want to come learn how to play, uh, or just uh, check out the store in general, uh, Doc's Comics and Games is over in Frisco, right uh, behind Stonebriar Mall, so you can absolutely come and check that out. Yeah. Thanks for doing my job for me, Brad. Somebody asked. Can I, can I now demonstrate yeah. these spells? Great. So... On my turn, before I attack, I could choose to cast Overcome. This will become a 5-5. Five five. Yeah. From, from here on out, Mike will have the option to block, take the 5 damage, so on and so forth. Now, if I have this Titanic Earth in my hand... Well, okay, if I do something like this, mm -hmm. you could tell yourself, well, I have a 5-5, five five, you have a 3-3. Three three. Mm -hmm. If your incentive is to keep this creature... Right then you obviously choose not to block, take the damage. Take the drag, take the drag damage, right. Okay. Assuming you can survive the block. Right. Now, assuming you maintain that like goal of keeping this on the battlefield, let's change it up a little bit. What I could do is I get to attack with this center course here, and you'll see, ah, like, I guess this is, I'll, I'll have to somehow fix this up. Hmm. But um, if you think to yourself, ah, like, if I block, these two will trade. Right. They'll do 3D each other right. and both die. Right. Um, this is where the instant comes into play. Now that you've declared your blocks, I can say, haha, gotcha. I'll cast Titanicer. Target creature gets plus four, plus four until the right. I'll make the center of course for 7 7. Right. The creature will die in combat, mine will live. When the turn is over, I lose the bonus. I lose the damage uh, dealt by the center courser, and it reverts to being a 3-3. So, um, I guess that's a demonstration as to how these two, these two could be a little different. Right. Additionally, if you choose to attack, and I block, I could use Titanic Growth to change this. Right. So. And then my creature would take, I guess, what would be, what, 7? Yes. Yeah, and then it would basically destroy it. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Doing this on the fly, there are like a lot of other rules that, mm -hmm. you know, like for example, like on the defensive, trample doesn't do anything. Sure. This, that, and the other. But, um, no, I think you're doing a great job of kind of giving us the, the gist of what's going on for sure. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else, like specifically, that you wanted to cover? As far as these. Um, Introdex go. I hope that should be it. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. 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 I think it was really good. Um, you know, just to make sure, uh, and I, you may have touched on it, you may not have. Uh, so the different colors of lands, the different types of mana that exist. Sure. That just goes uh, to the different types of cards that can be in the deck, and which one activates each, right? Mostly, generally, okay. there 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 is some strategies that kind of circumvent that. Um, the deck that I like to play, um, the lands only produce blue and black, but I have spells from all five colors. Got it. So, okay, it, it kind of depends. Cool. Um, mana is uh, what makes this game unique. Yeah. So as soon as you try to change that and break it. Uh, we were talking earlier yeah. about lands that produce more than one, for example. Yeah, yeah. That's, in a way, cheating. 
So okay. Stuff like that definitely does make the game fair enough. A little shakier. Yeah. Guess, so. But it can be done if that's your playstyle, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Interesting. It depends on the environment, what cards are allowed. I assume they're formats in Pokemon. Magic yeah. is the same. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, especially with a game as complex as Magic, it does seem like uh, it accommodates so many different types of playstyles, uh, so many different strategies that you can use that it kind of fits a lot of different player types. Would, would that be about right? You, you're not just come, kind of coming across the same types of players every time. There's something unique to have with each game. Uh, this there are archetypes, um, aggressive strategies, control control strategies, uh, combo combination, um, prison, even. Cool. Uh, so yeah, there are different elements. Nice. Different strategies. Um, if you if one prefers a certain type of deck, like say control, that's you know traditionally. The blue, white, white, blue combination. Um, aggressive strategies start with red and kind of uh, lead into black and green. Okay. Which isn't to say you won't see control deck and say yeah. red, black, or you it's won't just, see an aggro deck. That's what lends easier to those types of gameplay. Exactly. <laughs> Got it. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, this was very informative. Um, I picked up a lot um, that I didn't know already because I numbers and 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 strategy and stuff is hard. Um, but no, this was very informative. We de we definitely thank you for taking the time to sit down with us and kind of, you know, be patient with me as I very slowly picked up the information. It seems like Brad picked it up way better than I did. But eh, what are you gonna do? So, um, but if you guys are interested in coming up, learning the game, um, or if you already do play, um, this is a great spot to kind of come hang out, get involved with a great community. Uh, as Brad said earlier, we're at Docks um, up here in Frisco, next to Stonebriar Mall. So definitely come on up and check them out. Uh, and, uh, just to recap, how long is this going today? So um, for the pre-release, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think you guys have another one at three, and then another one at seven. Is that correct? Okay. And then, but really, you can come up here at any time today because I mean, you guys are open until I think. Yeah, so. yeah, we're usually pretty open, pretty late. Um, weekly events start at seven p.m. or so, and uh, they run at four rounds. Each round lasts about well, they're they're timed at fifty minutes. Okay. So there might be some time in between, but generally, three to four hours is yeah. So, uh, and then um, anything else you want to cover, Brad, before we uh, before we sign off for the day? Uh, yeah, I would just go ahead and say that if you're not already uh, somebody that comes to Docs on a regular basis, um, but you do like comics, you like tabletop games, or you just like a really fun, nerdy community, this is a great place to come. Um, and of course, as always, if you're not following us. Please don't forget to like and subscribe uh, to Dallas Geek on Facebook and YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and then of course if you want to listen to our, well, whatever you want to call this, uh, <laughs> we are in audio on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Google Play, MySpace. And, nah. Citrus. No MySpace. No, no. 
we're, remember, we had this conversation. We're, we're not uh, we're not Taylor Swift. Reddit? Actually, yes. We don't do anything there, but we have one. The hell, we have a Reddit? For yes. real? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, with that, please come by if you are looking for something fun to do today. You will not regret it. Uh, Docs is just a great place. So, uh, until next time. Mike? Brad? See ya. Everybody wave.